Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Design Her Travel podcast. I'm your host, Kim Anderson. As an avid traveler, global nomad, and someone who considers themselves a citizen of the world, I want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. My hope in creating this podcast is to inspire you to take the leap of faith and to design the life of your dreams. For me, that includes connecting with like-minded individuals and creating a community of souls living their best lives out, in, and around the world. Each week, you'll hear stories and conversations from fellow travelers who have figured out how to incorporate travel as a key component in their daily lives. Their stories are beautiful and inspiring, just like you. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. So let's do this. Here we go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Design Her Travel podcast. I am really excited to bring you this little mini episode and it is a personal story about a memorable person and time from my days living in New Zealand. When I was thinking about what episode to create this week, I began thinking about all of the jobs I had had and the ways I had funded my travels along the way. And as I was running through that list, of course, the memories started flooding in and I began remembering certain people along the way and certain moments that left a really big impact on me. And so the story I'm about to tell you takes place in the winter in the northern part of the South Island of New Zealand. And it's in the Marlborough region, which is known for its wine, particularly the Sauvignon Blanc and the Pinot Noirs. And that winter, I was working in the vineyards as crew who were pruning and trimming the grapevines. And you do this to trim off all of the excess. You then twist the branches along the wire and you tie those on. And then that way, when the spring rolls around and the buds bloom and it leaves and then the fruit comes on and it's all spread out and the fruit can get more sunlight and the plant can do its thing and produce the delicious wine that comes from there. So it's a pretty monotonous and tedious job. You are outside in the elements in pretty cold climate in the dead of winter and It could be something that might not be very much fun, but I was fortunate enough to be working with a crew of, I think there were probably six of us, seven maybe, and we had the best freaking time in this cold environment outside doing this boring job, and it was a blast. 
And the particular person that I want to tell you about is he was so inspirational. It never failed. I feel like almost every single day he would say something just so casually and it would be the most impressive story like this circumstance of extraordinary happenings and for him it was just a way of life it was just something that he did there was no pretense or no ego in it he was just it was just a remark and so this man's name is Ollie and Ollie was a native coastie and for those of you who don't know, a coastie is someone who is from the west coast of the South Island. It's a very specific, specific description. And so when I was working with Ollie in the vineyards, he was probably in his late 70s. And here he was like outside every day, cold, just he worked faster than I did. <laughs> he was really good at what he was doing. And he was funny, funny, funny all the time, making us laugh. And the one thing about Ollie is he couldn't hear very well. And so it was, as I mentioned, it's winter. So we're all wearing beanies. And so Ollie would keep his beanie that over his left ear, what he would do is he would push it up to like sit on the top of his left ear. That way his left ear was exposed where he could hear. And so, you know, he would hear him just repeatedly throughout the day be like, hey, and you'd have to kind of turn and face towards him and he would put his exposed ear towards you where he could hear. But other than that, he was like this vibrant fountain of youth. And so he was just remarking one day about... His wife, they had been married for decades at this point, and she was the love of his life. And he got to a point where he wasn't super healthy, and he wasn't as strong as he wanted to be, and he realized that he needed to better himself physically because he wanted as many years with his beautiful wife as possible. And so for his own health and their lives together, he decided he would take up an exercise. And so he decided to start running. And mind you, when Ollie began this, he was like 60 years old, 62, I believe. And so he began running and he found that he loved it. And so here he is at 62, and he's just trucking along, running every day, and just living his best life. And he decided that, hey, I like this. I'm going to do this some more. And so at the age of 65, Ollie ran his first marathon. And I got to give him props, man. That's amazing. He's the type of person that inspired me continuously and the ways that he said he was going to do something. He made the decision and then he did the thing. There was no hesitation. There was no stuttering. There was no backtracking. He just was the type of person that set his mind to something and accomplished it. And I found him fascinating the stories that just came 
through him on a regular basis amazed me. And so I look back on that time frame working in the vineyards and I feel so grateful to have had this moment in life to be able to spend many, 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 many days with such an amazing, spirited gentleman and have the opportunity to listen to his amazing stories and learn about his amazing life. And it's one of those things that being on the road and traveling and being open to trying new scenarios and getting outside of your comfort zone and taking a job that you probably might not take in your home country. But it has, for me, led me to people that I would never have had the chance to meet otherwise. And so today, this podcast is for Ollie. I don't know if Ollie is still kicking it around the west coast of the South Island, but if you are, Ollie, this is for you. I find so much inspiration still to this day, all of these years later, for the amazing, kind-hearted, humorous, awesome man that you are. So thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you for inspiring me still to this day. I'm like, if Ollie can do it, so can I. So for everyone out there, you can take a page from Ollie's book and decide, hey, I'm going to do this. Let's do it. If Ollie can do it, so can you. That's my travel story for today. That's my person of inspiration That's just one little moment of my travel journey that I wanted to share. Thank you so much for showing up and listening to this episode. I know that there are so many things in life that you could be doing right now. And so it means a lot to me that you're here. There are so many more episodes coming your way. So if you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to review and follow us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you know someone who might like to hear it, please share. Those little acts of kindness mean a lot and help more than you know. I appreciate your time and getting the opportunity to share this moment. I'd love to hear more from you. I'd love to connect, so reach out on social. You can find me on Instagram at seafaringwanderer. That's S-E-A-F-A-R-I-N-G-W-A-N-D-E-R-E-R. And then you can join our Facebook group at Design Her Travel Podcast. I would love to connect, hear more from you. Let me know what you'd like to hear more of places you'd like to hear about, and things you'd like to know how to do when designing your life. So thank you, everyone, and I'll be back soon.